Jeez, Belsky thought. It's almost June, but it feels like November. More than 40 years had passed since he'd left the sunny optimism of California and headed to Europe, finally settling down and making his home in London. It was a decision that he rarely regretted, but sometimes, boy, this city could be hard to love. Maybe he would bring his summer holidays forward this year and head for the south of France, or maybe Barcelona, anywhere with some light and some warmth. Scratching his two-day-old stubble, Belsky glanced over at the iMac sitting in the corner of the room. Maybe he should nip online and book something for next week. No, no, he mumbled to himself. Back to work. Before he could properly rouse himself, however, the strains of the theme tune from the Mickey Mouse Club began percolating through from the living room. Good old Mickey, a constant in an ever-changing, endlessly disappointing world. Resisting the urge to sing along, he felt the merest ripple of guilt. Belsky had faithfully promised Stephanie, his daughter, that he would not use the TV as a babysitter for Joanne this evening. Then again, he was on a deadline, and floundering at that, a not-so-uncommon occurrence these days. Anyway, his daughter had gone out dancing and left Grandpa in charge. Joanne, nine, seemed more than happy with a can of Coke and a cartoon, just as her mother had been thirty years before. Hopefully his granddaughter wouldn't shop him in the morning. But even if she did, what would Stephanie be able to do about it? After carefully refilling his glass from the bottle of Bordeaux perched next to Winifred on the windowsill, Belsky took a mouthful of wine and considered the rough sketch taped to his drawing board. The drawing of a jolly fat woman dressed as a circus performer being fired out of a cannon was shit, but it was too late in the day to rip it up and start again. Lifting the glass back to his lips, Belsky sighed. How much longer could he keep churning this stuff out? His editor had wanted him to poke fun at the latest politician caught fiddling their expenses, some junior minister Belsky had never even heard of. The problem is, he mumbled to himself, it's just not very funny, is it? More to the point, after a long succession of such scandals, it was hardly news anymore. A sense of despair washed over him, Maybe it was time to start thinking about retirement. Belsky's stomach growled. The wine was giving him the munchies. His thoughts were turning to pepperoni pizza when he became aware of a loud banging noise. Grandpa! Joanne shouted over the sound of Donald Duck's sniggering. Someone's at the door! Putting down his wine glass, Belsky forced himself out of his chair and shuffled into the living room. Someone's at the door, Joanne repeated, giggling as Goofy fell over Donald's outstretched leg and webbed foot. Why don't they ring the goddamn doorbell then? Belsky grumbled as he headed for the hallway. That's what it's there for. Sucking down some coke, his granddaughter did not lift her gaze from the TV. It's probably mum, Belsky grunted knowing full well that the child was most probably correct. The likelihood was that Stephanie would have had another row with her boyfriend, and the dancing would be off. They were a disastrous couple, it seemed to him, unable to do anything without arguing about it, loudly and at length. Why Stephanie hadn't stayed with Joanne's father? Well, Belsky didn't want to go there. As he switched on the hall light, there was a crash, as if someone was trying to kick the door down. Belsky shook his head. 
It looked like Stephanie had forgotten her key again as well. Hold on, I'm coming. What's the hurry? Just as he was about to reach for the lock, there was the sound of splintering wood, and the door burst open. What the? The cartoonist jumped backwards as a young man appeared on the threshold. About Belsky's height, the man was wearing a pair of dirty jeans and a heavy parka zipped up to his chin. The invader was sweating from the exertion of breaking down the door. As Belsky caught sight of the axe in the man's hand, his mouth fell open in disbelief. Belatedly, he realized that this was the moment he had been waiting for. For a split second, he felt paralyzed. Then, as the adrenaline kicked in, he turned on his heels and fled back through the flat.